0: Hello, my name is Emma Dantas and this is my podcast, Life Happens. Welcome. Today I wanted to talk to you about anxiety and COVID and the constant message that we are constantly hearing yet again about how we're in this together, how it's for our own good. And it, because it's giving me lots of anxiety and I don't know if this is happening to any of you. I'm sure it is. Um, in the last few weeks, I have been getting more and more anxious um, by the day. Until last week, I I, t- I actually took a bold action and just drove three hours out of the city, out of Toronto, and uh, went for a very long hike at um, um, Hilton's Head. Sorry, at Lion's Head. I don't know why I keep saying Hilton's Head. I must be thinking about golf and <laughs> longing for a good golf game. But I went to... Um, a lion's head uh, near Tobamori and it was wonderful um, nature heals and it can give you quite a high and i and i think that's what i needed but that's actually for another podcast today i wanted to read you to corinthians 12 but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness Therefore, I will boost all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's powers may rest in me. And the reason I wanted to read you that is because it actually calms me down. And, uh, and for the, 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 what we're going through right now, or at least what I'm going through right now, it, it is, is very, very true and reassuring to rely on the power of Jesus Christ. Mm. My weakness at this time is that I am stressed and anxious about COVID nineteen. The restrictions, our fa- faces being covered, but also about my dad having not been able to leave his home. Um, he is in Portugal in a, in a home, um, so essentially he is actually a prisoner and paying for his accommodation. Um, I know the public health authorities around the world, in Canada, Portugal, say it's for his protection, but the administrators and workers come and go freely, so why can't he? Is a sound ma a sound of mind as a person that's a sound of mind, physically capable, capable, even though they're 80 years old. Um. Are they less capable of following the rules as anyone else? I know the argument is that it's to keep them safe, that they're a vulnerable community, that the elderly are vulnerable, and it's to keep them safe. But okay, the administrators and home workers live and roam freely in the community, and they come back to the home after each day to work. So I really don't understand why we are keeping the elderly uh, locked up, for a lack of better wording. So that is causing me anxiety. I also don't understand the various definitions of cohorts and how rules are made arbitrarily, how you can have one rule here, and for example, now in Ontario, Some of the the, the sections are back into stage two and dance studios can be uh, open, but gyms can't. I I don't understand it. That is causing me anxiety. Then many years ago, um, I read um, 1984, which I'm sure a lot of you have as well, by George Orwell. I remember visualizing Winston, whom is the main character and thought throughout the book that he's just trying to remain human. That is his whole purpose throughout the book is that he's trying to remain human. I'm trying to remain human right now. Being, and Winston, in, in the book, being in his apartment and reading what he was doing in his apartment, I, I remember thinking how it would never happen in our world. And then today, I feel we can just be characters added into 1984. Book. Think about it. We have Alexa, small speakers, we are working from home, we hear from our leaders every day with the same message. Our government has recently ordered 36,000 riot control canisters of gas, according to an RFP request for proposal um, on, on the government's weps- website, buy and sell. This is a website used for the government to put up bids for all their purchases that, that it needs. Anyways, there, is a, there was a bid um, and is the bid, uh, and I guess that they're choosing. There was one download of somebody interested that I, I looked up, and it is for 36,000 riot control canisters of gas to be delivered in the spring. That caused me anxiety. Then there's also um, another RFP, it's not actually an RFI, which is a request for information for third parties um, to build and manage quarantine isolation facilities throughout Canada in each of the provinces. And the RFI states that it's related to COVID-19 and other government-related activities as it deems necessary in relation to COVID-19. Uh, so what what are we going to do with the, what are the quarantine and isolation sites? It's, 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 so this has caused me anxiety. It's actually freaking me out. But um, I was talking to, uh, this other day, I was um, talking to a friend and um, she said, oh, I, I've never read uh, uh, George R. R. Wells, 1984. Um, so I thought, let me give you a, a synopsis of George R. R. Wells, 1984, um, and then you may want to read it. It is a really good book. And uh, maybe um, you can be fr- as, as freaked out as I am. So um, Winston Smith, um, the main character, is a member of the Otter Party. He works in the records department in the Ministry of Truth, rewriting and distorting history. Isn't that a little scary about what we're doing with our own statues and everybody's complaining about renaming streets and so forth? It's a little scary, right? But anyways, here I continue. So to escape Big Brother's tyranny, uh, at least inside his mind. Mm-hmm. Inside his mind, Winston brings begins a diary which is actually an act punishable by death. Winston is determined to remain human under inhumane circumstances. Yet, telescreens are placed everywhere, in his home, in his cubicle at work, in the cafeteria where he eats, even in the bathroom stalls. His every move is watched. There is no place that is safe. One day... While at the mandatory two minutes hate, Winston catches the eye of an inner party member, O'Brien, whom he believes to be an ally. He also catches the eye of a dark-haired girl from the fiction department, whom he believes is his enemy and wants him destroyed. A few days later, Julia, the dark-haired girl whom Winston believes to be against him, secretly hands him a note that reads, I love you. Winston takes uh, pains to meet her, and when they finally do, Julia draws up a complicated plan whereby they can be alone. Alone in the countryside, Winston and Julia make love and begin their allegiance against the party and Big Brother. Winston is able um, to secure a room above a shop where he and Julia can go further romantic encounters. Julia and um, Winston fall in love, and while they know that they are, will someday be caught, they believe that the love and loyalty they feel for each other can never be taken from them, even under the worst circumstances. Eventually, Winston and Julia confess to O'Brien, whom they believe to be a member of the Brotherhood, an underground organization aimed at bringing down the party. Their hatred of the party, O'Brien welcomes them into the Brotherhood with an array of questions and arranges for Winston to, to be given a copy of the book. The Underground's Treshen volume written by their leader, Emmanuel Goldstein, former ally of Big Brother turned enemy. Winston gets the book at, at a war rally and takes it to the secure room where he reads it with Juliet napping by his side. The two are disturbed by a noise being um, behind a painting in the room and discover a telescreen. They are dragged away and separated. Winston finds himself deep inside the Ministry of Love, a kind of prison with no windows, where he sits for days alone. Finally, O'Brien comes. Initially, Winston believes that O'Brien has also been cut, caught but soon realizes that o'brien is there to torture him and break his spirit the party had been aware of winston's crimes all along in fact o'brien has been watching winston for the past seven years o'brien spends the next few months Torturing Winston in order to change his way of thinking, to employ the concept of a double think, or the ability to simultaneously hold two oppositions' ideas in one's mind and believe in them both. Winston believes that the human mind must be free, and to remain free, one must be allowed to believe in an objective object of truth, such as four. Plus, two, sorry, such as 2 plus 2 equals 4. O'Brien wants Winston to believe that 2 plus 2 equals 5. But Winston is resistant. Finally, O'Brien takes Winston to room 101, the most dreaded room of all of the Ministry of Love, the place where prisoners meet their greatest fear. Winston's greatest fear is rats. O'Brien places over Winston's head a mask, made of wire mesh, and threatens to open the door to release rats. To to release the rats over on Winston's face, when Winston screams, "Do it to Julia!" He uh, relinquishes his last vestige of humanity. Winston is a changed man. He sits in the Chestnut Tree Cafe, watching the telescreens and agonizing over the results of daily battles on the front lines. He, he has seen Julie again. She, too, is changed, seeming older and less attractive. She admits that she also betrayed him. In the end, there is no doubt, Winston loves Big Brother. So... Mm-hmm. After this, what do we think? My my anxiety has reached records levels of... high levels of this. And I'm holding on to Jesus and God because it is in the midst of weakness, of being afraid, that God has always shown his true power, greatness, care... And has always protected and provided for us. So, I go back to Corinthians 2. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boost all the more gladly about my weakness. So that Christ's power may rest in me. Amen.